We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 87. I am Rando. I am Corey. And this is the Relief is on the Way episode. Finally. How long have we been saying that? Well, been, three or four weeks now. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's really coming. It's, it's, it's really out there. Oh, yeah. You know, and I, I teased it before. I mean, of course, when you see a three-week GFS, you can't totally rely on it. So... Remember, that's when I put it from eye candy into the something to watch because then the Canadians started picking up on it. Well, now all of the models are picking up on it. Yeah. And we're... Uh, it's we're, only three days away now. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was during the show, I was looking at uh, the NAM because uh, the NAM updates every hour. And it was really cool once I got the loop going just to see that that line, neat, 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 you know, right, moving down. Right. Uh, and so it is coming, We, uh, but not yet. I mean, right now, uh, we are recording this on Monday, September 30th, last day of September, which feels like the last day of August. Does it? It feels... It's hot. It feels like July, end of July. We're in the dog days of fall. Of fall. <laughs> That's true. We're, we're we're technically in meteoral no astronomical fall. Oh we yeah, we're, we're in, in there. <laughs> you know, it should be our our normal high at this time of year is in the mid seventies, and that is not too far from our morning low temperatures. Uh, yeah, I mean we're and I saw the forecast this morning uh, and last night and this morning. That they bumped up the highs to ninety one for Branson today and tomorrow. That's just wrong. That is that is more it's than wrong. It's so hot, and yeah. people are tired of it. Uh, yeah, I mean the good thing is it's not like stupid humid. Well, no, but no. I mean there's some humidity, and I was but wondering it, for this time of year, it's no. uncalled for. Right, and October is transition month. We were talking before, right before the podcast, but yeah, October is the month that we watch because that's when the atmosphere really starts, you know, we're turning away from the sun at this point. Uh, we're going to have the, the the series of the cold fronts coming in. Excuse me, got the burps tonight. <laughs> the series of the cold fronts coming in, we're going to have the, uh, it's going to be warm and then it's going to cool down. And then, but but with each front, it's going to cool down and kind of stay there a little bit. Well, let's hope. You mean hover over us, just kind of stop, stall, or? Well, no, not not stall. It's gonna it's gonna knock us down. So so this front coming in. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, let, let's back up just a little bit. I mean, on Thursday, models are kind of in agreement now. Probably about nine o'clock is when a.m. on Thursday is when we think this thing is coming through. So that's kind of a general consensus. Now, the atmosphere is pretty starved in moisture. So 
the chances of any thunderstorms with this are really, really low, and we may not even get a shower out of it. So we cannot classify this as a master blaster. Uh, a master blaster, y'all, if, if you've been following us for a long time, a master blaster is a quote-unquote change of the season. In other words, it is going to knock us down, and we're going to stay there as we go in, and it's going to be accompanied by a line of thunderstorms, sometimes are severe, um, and just a raging Mother Nature saying, all right, we are going to change the season, stand back, let me do my job. But this one is just a cold front, and we're not going to have any, you know, probably stormage or anything. So, so I wouldn't classify this a master blaster. I would classify this as a strong cold front. So we're going to have highs... Uh, well, right now our highs around 90, but we're going to get 15 degrees cooler by Thursday. The high is 75, and then Friday and Saturday about 75, 76. So we're going to be in the 70s. It seems to be looking, shaping up to be a nice weekend. I think it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Good weekend to take the kids out to the pumpkin patches around town. There's lots of them. Uh, just get outside and enjoy. Or you know what else? What's that? Disc golf. Yeah. I've been I know I've been talking about I that bet a it lot. gets busy when it's nice outside. You know, I wondered. I mean, uh, Sunset. I haven't gone to Sunset, which is Alexander Park. I haven't gone to that course yet, but I want to go there. But but sometimes I go to the Hollister. They've got a great course there. Uh, Iserman Park. Uh, Don Gardner. I've heard like three or four different names for that. Uh, a side name I've heard of that is Poop Creek because <laughs> there's a sewer plant right right next door. Yeah. So if you get the wind going the long the wrong way and you you know uh, I know hole 5 and hole 6 or basket 5 basket says what do you want to call it. Uh, sometimes you get kind of a little smell. So you play those really fast. Uh, but the rest of the course is fine. It's beautiful. Uh, it's Branson uh, what is it uh, off of uh, Compton? Compton and uh, business business sixty five, yeah, business sixty five. You take the Shepherd of the Hills off of sixty five south and go left, and there's a Rapid Roberts there, and it's it's a street right across right across the street from the Rapid Roberts, and that's Compton, and huh. it's a big park. It's a public park, yeah. so. Uh, I'm not disclosing any secret information. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where I will be. Uh, my back's been kind of out. Uh, must be the weather change. You it's know? the disc golf. Well, I know I think it's the weather change. See, I'm getting older now. So I'm, I'm forecasting with my back. Um, I'm probably going to uh, forecast temperature change or rain or something. You know, like the, the elderly, they can always tell you I, when it's going to I do rain. my knees. My knees tell, tell me when it's gonna rain. You can tell how much, how much rain it's gonna get. Probably point one five in my left knee. If it goes over my right knee, I, I'm good for half an inch. Really? So. Oh, you know we sh we should do that. That's something we could do on our website. The the knee report. The knee re the yes the knee report. You know if we know rain is coming, then we can take. take we should do a post. Yeah, on Facebook. Asking people what they, how, I mean, everybody has a, yeah, you know, a way of telling, you know, people post all, all the time and, and we can put it on the website and add it to the knee report. Yeah, their bodies or joints or whatever, right. you know, a, a change is coming, but, but you've got like actual precipitation forecast built into we'll your see. body. Yeah. 
Usually, uh, usually. Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and and talking about the, I mean, we think this is the the biggie, the big cold front coming that's going to knock us down into the seventies. Now, I I did look uh, during the show. I was running the models, like the longer range models, uh, GFS, GEFS, kind of goes out. Uh, that way, I, I did not check the GEPS, but um, uh, you know, cold front coming. All of them to say cold front is coming. So we're gonna, you know, tank the temperatures down to this to the 70s with overnight lows in the 50s, uh, and the, the the GFS, which pretty much hit this one two or three weeks ago, um, is also saying another cold front is coming in on the 11th. So, Very interesting. So that could knock us down even more, which makes sense because it's like I said. October, and we're in transition month. Series of cold fronts coming through. Because you're going to notice a big difference between September 30th and October 30th, I promise you. And what is that? What is that? Did you see the National Weather Service saying that this is the hottest September ever on record? Yeah, they said something to that effect, which is understandable. The average temperature was, I think, I can't remember the exact Mm. number. Mm. I've got it at 78.6. This is average. Yeah. This is number one, 78.6. The number two is in 1939 of 77.6. Check this one out. The ranking number third warmest September is in 1897 Mm. of 75.8. Fourth rank is 75.2 in 1931. Uh, fourth looks like well, looks like fifth and sixth are tied at seventy four point nine, and that's nineteen ninety eight and nineteen fifty four. Now I know nineteen fifty four was one of the hottest years ever. Oh, not September the that that year that summer. Yeah, uh, that just resonates in my head. Nineteen fifty four. Yeah, research that during the weather school. That that's okay. wild. So anyway, um. Yeah, and uh, you and I both are looking at this thing. It's a, the, this is from the National Weather Service. Uh, now, and we're talking about sep- uh, not September, September, yes, but Springfield, not Branson. Branson hasn't really been stout enough to have its own records, and we don't, we can't access its own records. But hopefully, we will soon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we we will have that capability once we get our state of the art weather station installed. Uh, Corey and I have been talking about that. That looks like it's going to become a reality here. Um, uh, we, we've been talking about it, uh, but it's been, you know, finances and trying to figure out how we're going to do this and where it's going to go and stuff. Well, Corey and I have been talking quite a bit, so it looks like probably within the month, I would like to get it up before, you know, if we can in the month of October. Yeah, we we got to get it up before for the big snow season hits yes the huge snow i mean yeah <laughs> i must say i feel that we might actually get something I, that's just that's not my knees talking yeah you, you know that's you told me that the other day and well let me i got to think let me tell you uh, okay no you tell me why you're thinking what you're thinking about well it's been a while that's that's what i was that thinking it? it's, that, it's we're due it's been a while it's due what are you thinking well there's already been records set this year for snowfall in this country in Montana, Washington, Spokane, Washington. I have a friend that lives in Spokane. She sent me some pictures of snow on the ground. Uh, now, they only saw three inches of snow, but 
But for, this is September. For Spokane, <laughs> Washington, this is the first September snowfall recorded since 1926. That's what I was going to say. This is this is not November. This is September at this point. Okay, let me let's go to Montana. Okay. Browning Mon- Browning Montana. From Friday till Sunday. This past Friday, Sunday. Well, their average yearly snowfall is a whole lot more than what we do here. They their average yearly snowfall is fifty nine point five. Oh my gosh! Inches. Yeah, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's well, a lot. Well, three stuff. days in September, they already have forty eight inches. Holy crap! Really? Yeah, they've already almost met their yearly snowfall in September. Right. Oh, I think you're on to something, man. So I'm starting to think. I was like. You know, I'm I'm seeing all these hints and all these woolly worms all over the place, and you know, we have been seeing, we've yeah. been getting stuff from woolly worms. I saw some people posting on Facebook tonight. Now, this woolly worm didn't look like a normal woolly worm. He looked like he was on methamphetamine. He was oh, cruising. is this the saddleback? I don't know what it was. That saddleback, he's got that green. That saddleback is weird. Anyway, it we'll was, get to it that was later, black. But, oh, okay, this is black one. Yeah, but he he was just wooden set still and was going. He was a cruising across the across, <laughs> oh, really? across the ground. Oh, how funny! And the lady who posted it, she's big on snakes and worms and animals and stuff like that. And she said she's never seen anything like that. Really? Yeah, that's kind of freaky. Yeah, she was freaked out. And that was here in well, it's in uh, Kirbyville. Well, that's close enough. That's <laughs> yeah. right. I was like, what, four miles down the road? Right, I think. Right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if we if you have like woolly worm pictures, maybe we should think about. Doing a, a woolly worm contest. Have you thought about that? Could do that. Yeah, let's think about that. Yeah. You know, if we if we make it official, we'll we'll make a post and and uh, do, do a contest. We haven't had one of those in a while. You know, again, you and I were talking before the podcast. The weather has been so boring lately. There's really not much to post. I mean. We've been posting. We've been trying to do things, but it's you know when the weather like like in August. Or, or July, when the when the weather's consistently 95 degrees and lows in the 70s and no rain, it gets kind of boring. It does. You know, so we have to think of something to do. So wouldn't that be awesome if we actually had some snow this year that we could post I mean, and do live casts? I mean, that snow's pun- in the upper elevation, but they're getting records already in two different places. They're getting records, right. That's the thing. This is so unusual. Thought, maybe this... Maybe... <laughs> Maybe this is our year. I don't know when. When was the last snow? I mean, notable. I wouldn't say substantial. Notable snow was it? Fifteen. I think fifteen. Well, we got was a that freak, the flood. We got a freak snowstorm in seventeen. It was just a day. It was just a day. Okay. It was just a day, and some people got up to seven inches. It was. We didn't have a winter storm warning or anything. I was shoveling oh, snow just at the went, hospital. Bam, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I barely remember that now. We, we we thought we might get up to three inches if we were lucky. Well, a band set right up over us, and we got seven inches in some places. See, and that's that's a thing that's almost impossible to predict when you get what we call banding. It, I mean, you get the area of snow comes in, but but there's just within that snow line, there's just a little area that has enough dynamics 
to set up a training. It's like when we talk about training thunderstorms, it's banding snow. And some of that banding, when it's cold enough, can dump a ton of snow in a short amount of time. And I, that's what's kind of what happened. I right. mean, set, if you get seven inches and... But it melted three, very, very quickly the next day. That's because it hasn't been cold. Right. We need it to be cold. Yeah, we also... Okay, and also since it's becoming October tomorrow... Since it's becoming October tomorrow, listen to me talk. <laughs> you think I was from Branson, don't you? <laughs> that we need to start thinking about a possible winter outlook. We haven't done one in a couple of years, but but there hasn't been any winter to talk about. So if what you're ta- what you're seeing could be something talk aboutable. Well, 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 there's nothing that tells me it's <laughs> going. Know? I mean, it's just a hunch, but there's nothing out there telling me that it won't happen. We have no driving point, force out there. We're in equal chances, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, slightly maybe equal, warmer. But maybe equal chances is what we need. I know. I, I mean, an equal chances is kind of a cop-out. Because... Well... And, and for pe- people who don't understand how to really read that climate predictions th- center things, you know, you see equal chances, like, okay, maybe we'll get an inch or two. Well, that's an, a month average. So we could get, like you said... Seven inches, bam, and then, and then two or three days, nothing for a while. So that kind of averages out over four weeks in a few days to normal, to equal chances. So we're we're going to see. I stopped looking at El Nino La Nina because, I mean, that kind of gave it up. Oh, you're showing me. Okay, so Corey's showing me the picture of that. Boy, that caterpillar's cruising. Is that on our site? No. Wow. I need to have her post it, or I'll share it. Yeah, yeah, because that it, it's a black caterpillar. Yeah, please do because that you know people who listen to this, the the tens of people who listen to this podcast, yeah. uh, <laughs> probably want to see it. Yeah, that that caterpillar's cruising. So you know, and I've kind of given up on the persimmons. All right, you, you saw the same persimmons thing every year. Every year they've been spoons for the past what five years now. Well, since I started doing them, they've been spoons. I mean, I've spoons. I've heard of one fork, and that didn't pan out. Well, fork is mild. They should be forks. You know, is it for, forks mild? Fork is mild. The knife is very, very cold because you're cutting through. It's cutting through icy, and then the the spoons are shovel or you know shoveling snow. You know, if there was a uh, Facebook in the 1800s Ozark times, yeah, that would be sh- that that would what be with the fake news going around. <laughs> Because it's just a myth. Well, there's there's lots of lore. You know, sometime in October, we need to, to do our... We talked about that before. I, I don't want to do our weather myths, our winter weather myths, you know, too far out. I mean, it's still 90 degrees right now. So maybe the end of October, we'll do our, our weather myths uh, podcast. Well, there's weather myths for every season, but yeah. winter, there seems to be more. Well, yeah, persimmons and the woolly worms and blah blah blah. But um, yeah, if, if you look at those, uh, like what 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 I call oh the saddleback caterpillars, those are weird. Mm-hmm. They got like a green chartreuse type of saddleback, and I I thought okay, well somebody decorated that thing. I did. I thought okay, well that's cute. They put a little, and then I saw another picture of about twenty of them, and that's wow. how they look. And I thought that is really freaky, and I I don't. Mm. But they say don't touch them because they're very, 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 very stingy, and they will That's hurt you and make heard. you sick. Uh, I don't touch them anyway, whether they're 
pretty or not. But. No. Well, I remember as a kid, not the saddlebacks, but the little, the brown and the little woolly worms have them crawl on you. And, you know, when you're little kids and you put them in your mouth and swish them around. No, no, I never did that. No, I never did that either. <laughs> hey, I just got some news out of Tulsa. Uh-oh. Some friends in Tulsa that posted this. This okay. is official information. Uh, talking about the September heat. Oh, okay, good. They're doing it too. Uh the, here's here's the records. They had no morning lows below 60 degrees. They had no morning lows below 65 degrees. I don't know why they had to say both of them, but oh. that's the first time they've had eaten. They haven't had any lows below 60 degrees in 114 years. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And that's, well, since reliable temperature records have been kept and that's going back to 1905 so tulsa that's about you know 114 years in okay yeah not 114 yeah 114 years okay yep so close to what springfield had in the ballpark oh anyway. nothing on the highs that just the lows no they're just doing the lows so yeah because see we, we it, it in September you should be getting lows well well into the fifties at this oh, point. Yeah, and especially absolutely. in Tulsa they should be down there. So we're first time in one hundred fourteen years. Well, we're we're going to get our taste our taste of fall. I mean, we kind of teased fall last time, and it you know it went down for a day. <laughs> we remember last week is like fall's coming, fall's here, and then it's like and everybody right ate chili for dinner. Yeah, and then they went back to you know eating salads and stuff. But I, this one is going to stick. <laughs> Th- yeah, this well, cool down is going to stick. So it's or so we say. Yeah, yeah, and we're also still in hurricane season. Yeah, and we've got. Uh, how'd you like that segue right into our next our next thing? The tropics update. <laughs> um, we will say the tropics have calmed down quite a bit, but we've still got one, one. That's really raging out there. It's Lorenzo in the Atlantic, Hurricane Lorenzo. Uh, didn't you send me something the other day about Lorenzo? Well, at one time he got up to a Category Five, and it was a strong Category Five. Wow! And in fact, it, it, it holds the record for the strongest hurricane that far north and, and east. North, uh, yeah, because he's in the middle of the Atlantic, right? So that that far north, yeah, and east, a really strong Cat Five. Wow! So well. And it's headed towards Sweden. Is it? <laughs> right towards Sweden. <laughs> now, it's not going to be a hurricane by the time it no. gets to Sweden. But the, I've noticed that these storms, I mean, like Dorian, uh, what, oh, shoot, what's 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 the one right after Dorian that was up there? I mean, they, they're all, they all kind of, you know, what it kissed Bermuda and then it just took off. Jerry. Jerry, yeah. They're all just taking off to the northeast and they're going towards Greenland. And going towards England, that's just weird. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, is that normal? Am I just missing it, or I, it just you know, the, <laughs> you know, the, the, know. The, the, whatever's going on is steering that, and it just happens to be some certain high pressure system or something that's steering that away from the United States. Steering it away, yeah. How weird, yeah. But it's all going up there. And I look now. Now, when I prepared this podcast, it was this evening, but. The National Hurricane Center updates. Uh, they do two, four main updates per day and four interim updates. So I checked again uh, at 8 o'clock after their main update, and we've got two little yellow X's. You know, we always talk about the X's. The yellow X's are like, yeah, it's not much going to happen. Um, 
the orange X's are something to watch, and the red X's are like, hang on, we're going to name this thing soon. So these are just um, yellow X's on either side of Cuba. And what that means is uh, just it's just watching an organized area of thunderstorms, the, the, the probability of them taking off and becoming something is like 10 to 20%, which is not much. Um, and that's in the Atlantic. That's all. Because remember, we had three or four in the Atlantic at yeah. one point. Imelda yeah. is gone. Uh, Eastern Pacific, we've got Tropical Storm Narda. Narda. It's a weird name. Very interesting name. <laughs> and if you look at the NHC, the track, it's just going to ride right up the, the western coast of Mexico, all the way up in the Baja. It's just weird. It's going to go right up. <laughs> I saw earlier uh, this evening that they're expecting... A little bit of rain in western Texas out of that. Hmm. Yeah. Out of, out of for. Narda? Correct. Okay. I'll have to look at that because yeah. the NHC has it going up Baja, that little Baja Strait or whatever, right. into California. So western, I guess once it comes on shore, it's going to, you know, catch the westerlies or whatever. And then, I don't know. I do, Interesting. From Narda. Narda. Hmm. Yeah. But by Wednesday, it's only going to be like a tropical depression. So that's not going to be, uh, you know, anything major. Um, but compared to last week, you know, we've got two, two name storms out there. That's nothing. Oh, of course, in the Eastern Pacific affecting Hawaii, nothing. So there you go. We just got two out there now. Uh, we, we are still in you know hurricane season until the end of november so we've got all of october here's a i'm going to show rando a map okay of narda forecast rainfall through tuesday at 8 a.m and it is this through texas it hits uh el paso new mexico western oklahoma and goes up into kansas oh okay okay so that's 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 coming on shore that's yeah okay that's coming on shore right at the california Arizona right. area, and then okay, and then okay, that makes sense. Interesting, that's very interesting because I didn't see that at all. So West Texas could get some stuff then. Yes, yeah, as this depression will be sending tropical moisture into eastern New Mexico and West Texas later today and tonight. Heavy rain today and tonight is looking very likely for these areas. Be safe. Yes, from Narda. That's what it said. Okay. Well, during the weather, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I see. I was going to say during the weather school, I'm going to show you what the NHC is saying. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I mean, any place that needs rain, you know, a tropical system is the storm to, you know, get it from. Not a hurricane, but, you know, any type of tropical system is going to give you a, a, a nice little bit of rain and some interesting clouds, too. What you think about that? And matter of fact, that's a segue into our weather school. Uh, this week's weather school is all about clouds, um, the 10 different types of clouds, and some actual uh, interesting clouds I thought I'd throw in there. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Ah, it's such a nice day. You walk outside and look around. The birds are chirping. The wind is blowing ever so slightly. 
The sun is shining, but not fully. You look up in the sky, and the sun seems to be a little filtered, but it's not casting any shadows. And then you look towards the west, and you see the clouds getting darker and darker. And they have this strange green appearance to them. And you wonder, is a storm coming? We can tell so much about the current weather and the upcoming weather by just looking up in the sky. The clouds give us a clue to what the atmospheric conditions are, and you can plan for your day. So today, we're just going to discuss the 10 main types of clouds. Clouds are divided into three categories, high, middle, and low clouds. All of the clouds are measured from their bases, of which we call the ceiling. High clouds form above 20,000 feet and are composed of ice crystals. Mid-level clouds form between 6,500 and 20,000 feet, composed primarily of water droplets, but can also be composed of ice crystals if the temperatures are cold enough. Low clouds form below 6,500 feet, composed primarily of water droplets, but in the wintertime can also be composed of ice crystals and snow. First, we have to understand what the Latin roots to the clouds mean. There are four main roots that we use, and those are cumulus, which means pile or heap, stratus, which means flattened or spread out, cirrus, which is a curl of hair, and nimbus, which means rain. For high clouds, we use the prefix cirro, which means high. And there are three main types of high clouds. First, the cirrus cloud. It's light and wispy, almost transparent, because the ice crystals are very small. They have white bands and fibrous appearance that are usually described as silky. A common side name for the cirrus clouds are called mare's tails. The second is cirrostratus. Remember, stratus meaning flattened or spread out, and cirro meaning high. They're semi-transparent and usually cover a large part of the sky. The ice crystals in cirrostratus clouds cause a halo effect around the sun or the moon. So sometimes when you go outside at night and you look up at the moon, there's this huge halo around it, and that halo is caused by cirrostratus clouds. The third is called cirrocumulus. Cirro meaning high, cumulus meaning pile or heap. They look like arranged rows of clouds with a little ripple effect and a small degree of separation. They're usually patches in the sky, and when they get between the earth and the sun, it dims the sun just a little bit. Okay, so let's move on to mid-level clouds. We use the prefix alto, which means middle or mid-level. And we use the base Latin roots again. So alto stratus, alto meaning mid, and stratus meaning spread out, is a thin gray or blue colored cloud that tries to hide the sun. It's thicker than cirrostratus, 
and usually prevents the sun from casting shadows. Their bases are from 7,000 to 18,000 feet. Next is the alto cumulus, alto meaning mid, cumulus meaning heap. Small patches of clouds called cloudlets, usually white or gray, and usually form in settled weather. The bases are from 2,000 to 18,000 feet. Those are the middle clouds, so now let's focus on the low-level clouds. The first one is cumulus. Looks like little pieces of fluffy white cotton balls floating across the sky. Sometimes they have darker bases, and the bases can be as low as 3,000 feet. When those clouds grow and get bigger and bigger, it indicates you have a lot of strong updrafting going on. And those are what we call the thunderstorm clouds, or cumulonimbus, a pile and heap of rain. And as long as these clouds have strong updrafting, they can go way up in the sky. They take the moisture, start condensing it, the updraft goes up, the electrical systems start kicking on, and you have a full-blown thunderstorm. If the updraft is strong enough, then severe weather can develop. Large hail, strong winds, and even tornadoes come out of cumulonimbus clouds. Next, let's talk about stratus. Stratus clouds are gray, uniform clouds that cover the sky. They usually don't produce a lot of precipitation, but make for a really dark and yucky day. Fog is actually a stratus cloud sitting on the ground. So when fog is present, then you know the atmosphere is completely saturated. Next is the stratocumulus cloud. It's kind of a combination of the cumulus cloud and the stratus cloud. So if you can imagine a pile or heap that's kind of spread out. There's not a lot of precipitation in stratocumulus clouds, and they usually appear more in the wintertime. They look like they're just off the ground, and they're rose, and they're just dark, and they look bad, but they're really not. Now let's talk about the rain cloud, the nimbostratus. Nimbus meaning rain, stratus meaning spread out. Those clouds are layered in the sky and similar to stratus, but have enough moisture to produce rain or snow. And nimbostratus clouds usually cause a very, very dark sky. Well, that does it for the 10 main types of clouds. So when you go outside and look around, you'll be able to identify if they're good clouds, bad clouds, or no clouds at all. So finally, to wrap up, I just want to give you some special clouds that have very interesting names so you can impress all of your friends. <laughs> the first one is called Mamatus clouds. They're sagging, pouch-like clouds protruding downward from an anvil portion of a mature thunderstorm. The official name is Mamatocumulonimbus, so you can tell they form from a cumulonimbus or thunderstorm cloud. They indicate extreme turbulence and are generally only seen in severe weather. Another one is called a lenticular cloud. It's a stationary cloud. Many times it's seen on top of a mountain. It's got a lens shape to it. It goes vertical and a lot of people mistaken it for a UFO. So if you live in the mountains, don't 
think there's a UFO if you see this kind of cloud. It's just a special kind of cloud. Another one is called Noctilucent. It's composed of ice crystals, and they're only visible just after sunset because they're really too faint to be seen in daylight. They're the highest clouds in the Earth's atmosphere and develop between 47 and 53 miles. Their nickname is the Night Clouds. And when you see them after sunset, they're radiantly orange and blue and red and very fascinating to look at. This next type of cloud was just added to the International Cloud Atlas in March of 2017. And its name is Undulatus asperitus. Sounds kind of like a vegetable, but it's not. These clouds are very, very defined and look very eerie. And you see them usually during the morning or the midday hours following a thunderstorm. But they are perfectly harmless and usually dissipate on their own. And lastly, my favorite cloud, called the SLC. They're harmless, but they look ominous. Sometimes you'll see a low-hanging cloud that's mimicking a tornado, but it doesn't spin. And you can see the wind carrying it up and down throughout the sky. Oh, I forgot to tell you. SLC stands for Scary Looking Clouds. Now, you'll be able to go outside with your friends and play Name That Cloud. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should know about tons of clouds and our favorite the slc <laughs> oh, i wasn't sure what, what our favorite was uh oh yeah that's it's my favorite is oh, the okay. slc <laughs> i don't know there okay i so, like i like huh? i like the the, the mamatus mamata cumulonimbus the mm. mamatus cloud i love those you know and those sometimes uh, they're, they're tricky i mean when yeah. you see uh severe weather they're beautiful i like watching them little pouches from the sky um, associated with severe weather because they're just there's so much thermodynamic stuff going on up there they make little pouches a lot of times they happen after the severe weather yeah after yeah you see them after for mm-hmm. all over uh and usually on the uh, what is it? The anvil hangover section of the supercell. And afterwards, so it's all over the place. Okay, I think it's time for the next segment, which is This Week in Weather History. So, Corey, what you got? Well, This Week in Weather History, being this is September, it's going to have to deal with a hurricane. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> on the evening of... Well, let me, let me start by asking you this. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Ray Stevens? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. He had yeah. a famous song with about, about a squirrel that went ber- berserk. Oh, yeah. 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 In Pascagoula. Mm-hmm. Well, on this evening uh, of September 27th, in 1906, a Category 2 hurricane made landfall near Pascagoula, Mississippi. Ah. The hurricane devastated many of our coastal communities, including Mobile, Alabama, Pensacola, Florida. A storm tide of 11 feet was observed in Pensacola, Florida during this hurricane. Now, according to the Monthly Weather Review, which was the big thing in 1906. Okay. 
This was the most terrific storm in the history of Pensacola. Did terrific have a different meaning in 1906 than it does now? Well, I was going to say when you said terrific, terrific to me means wonderful. Yeah. Like but, awesome. But, 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 but let's look at the word terrific. It <laughs> could be terror and ter- turn into terror. Ter- yeah. Terrific. Wow. I don't know, but it was a terrific know, storm. I don't know if a hurricane would be good. This, I, this is the most terrific storm in the history of Pensacola. <laughs> wow. Or since the village of Pensacola on Santa Rosa Island was swept away 170 years ago. Ah, uh, so, okay. Evidently terrific in 1906. But like, like horrific would be today. Uh, well, I guess. that's the word I would have used, but back, back in 1906. Back in there, yeah. Yeah. They use different word wording. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, remember they couldn't use the word tornado because it freaked people uh, out that's either. For sure. Until the fifties. Yeah. So so maybe they were trying to go. Maybe they were trying to like not freak people out. It's like mm. it's a terrific hurricane. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also fascinating. Also okay. yes. I mean, I'm chewing my M and M's. I'm sorry. <laughs> Always got M and M's here. Yeah. Uh, on September twenty sixth, nineteen fifty five. Okay. The Atlantic Renaissance aircraft, a recon- Renaissance. <laughs> I don't know which which uh, concert you're going to. <laughs> aircraft, Storm Cloud Five is what it was called. Storm Cloud Five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was basically the Hurricane Hunters back in 1955. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Storm Cloud Five went down Ooh. while investigating Hurricane Janet and was never heard from again. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't say exactly where it was, or it had a crew of eight and two newspaper. It says two newspaper men. News two newspaper two men. newspaper men. Huh. Wow. <laughs> so uh, they were never heard from, and the plane was never found. This is nineteen fifties, nineteen fifty five. I wonder 55. if they were flying over the Bermuda Triangle in that area somewhere. You know, that's just weird. That yeah. whole Bermuda Triangle thing. You know, cruise ships disappeared. You know, you go into Atlantis and through the black hole and the I mean, it's like, I don't know. Fascinating. There's a picture of the plane. It's an it's a Navy plane. It doesn't have all the instruments like the hurricane hunters of today. Oh, gosh. No, I bet not. Yeah. And it's not as big. But uh, it's an Air Force plane that they use now. I don't think they even have. I guess they had Air Force back then, but this says Navy on it. Hmm. But uh, that's pretty cool. It's over water. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many of those. What what's the one they have now? Is it called a cobra or something? I we looked it up or mentioned it at some point. Yeah, they got. But but those things are loaded. They've got radars all over the place. They got scanners, FMRS or what they got. I wish they would like travel oh. to airports in the in the in the non hurricane seasons and for like air shows or you could like. Just oh, people see, can come and like look just at to them. See yeah, what they, what they all they have, you know, like yeah. Well, I, I I remember you said that they're not only used for for hurricanes; they they're can not. do all they're sorts not. of stuff. They, they fly over any kind of storm. Wow, I wonder where we could go and see that. We we should do a storm door weather live. Well, where are they? Where are they based out of? Uh, Some Air I Force. I think I could be wrong, but I think Cape Canaveral. That makes sense. Yeah, where the National Hurricane Center is, where is that Miami? Yeah, around around in there, but I, don't mark me on that. But something tells me it's in the Rocket Place. <laughs> I don't know. You're you're gonna you're gonna look that up. The Rocket Place? Well, you know the Rocket Place. Kate I'm not looking it up. I'm just texting the wife. Oh, okay. 
Oh, that's right. We just got word she's got to work all night long. All night long. Oh, man. Means I'll be sleeping with the kids tonight. Well, yeah. Yeah, with the attic fan on? I don't know. I only turned the attic fan on a certain degree, and I don't think we're going to get down there. But you were telling me, again, before the podcast, more salt? You're still getting salt? I I got a lot of salt this these past two days. That's just uh, weird, man. <laughs> when it got strange. cool, I turned that attic fan on for two nights in a row. It really brings my electricity usage down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I moved the table today, the table that uh, the salt accumulates on. And it's, it's your, your salt table. Salt. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope it doesn't affect the electric piano that I put there. <laughs> oh, you, hit, oh, you put electric might, piano there? It might. I might have to cover it with something. But I had salt on the floor next to the window, on the table next to the window, and I have no explanation for it. You know, you've you've really got to figure that out because it is. And if any of our listeners know, I mean, well, let's, you let's, let's let's talk about it a little bit because they don't know exactly what's going okay, on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Re, re, rehash that. There. When I turn on my attic fan and turn off my air conditioning, I do it to save a lot of money, and and, and it, I only do it when it gets cool enough to. Where it's going to... And this is at night. It's this, at night. Yeah. Well, I'll do it during the day, too. Okay. But, you know, I did it on select days in August, and it was still, you know, I did it on some rainy days, and then I did it on some dry days, but it would suck in moisture, and that moisture would put puddles on my end table that was sitting in front of the window. I have a stone-topped end table. It's not wood or anything, so it didn't affect the table. And when it would dry, I would have just piles of salt. And not little salt, but huge deposits of different sizes. Like little chunks of yeah, salt. right. So, well, this happened and happened. And I would even taste it just to make sure. And it's the purest salt. It's salt. I mean, it's like you would get in the ocean. Yeah. Being extracted from right. somewhere because it's got to be extracted from somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. So like, where is this? Air itself doesn't have salt. So <laughs> I these past when it got cool for a couple of days, Thursday and Friday, mm-hmm. I had it on, and I noticed water building on that table, but I didn't see any salt at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when the water dried, piles of salt so everywhere. Bizarre. It is weird. So okay, so so in a nutshell, I swept it up today that was on the floor, and it it filled up the little dustpan that I use. Please take a picture. I need to. No, I mean, yeah, I, I haven't seen a picture. I believe I'll take you. A pi- I, just... I, 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 I did not clean off the table, so I'll take a picture of the table when I get home. Yes, yes, and 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 and, and post it. Will do because everybody. I mean, if everybody listens to this podcast, they will know, and you can make a post and say, if you listen to the podcast. But see, that would push more people to the podcast. So okay. So yeah, make a post and promote that. Promote this podcast. That that's just bizarre, man. So, because I, I don't understand how, you know, if you, we don't live near an ocean, so we don't have this sea, air, moisture coming in. But we, it's we coming don't live in. close to the ocean, but we don't live that far from the ocean either. We really don't, dude. We're right in the middle of the country. <laughs> we are. 
I can get to an ocean within a day's drive, though. Well, you can get to the Gulf in a day's drive. Right. Which, which is salt water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're on to something because we're getting the, the southerly winds right. coming up from the Gulf. Right. And that's what's keeping the temperatures up at night right, right. now. Right, yeah. I'm just curious how many other people, because I know you're Well, not, I've never had this issue before. I mean, I've had attic fans before. Now, I've never had a table sitting right there next to the window. Okay. But I tell you what, I have wood floors in my in my living room. When you keep that open all night and you go walk in the next morning, you slide right across it because it's <laughs> it's damp. The whole floor is wet. Oh, I bet. You just skate, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's bringing in that moisture. Wow. And that moisture has something in it. I'm telling you. Well, I, I, obviously it does. Because yeah. when it dries, you've got salt chunks everywhere. That's just bizarre. So if, if anybody knows, send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com or just message us on our Facebook page, Stormdarweather. Just, I, I, I'm baffled. I'm just baffled. Well, it's why very this is interesting. Happening. Yeah. I still say I'm it. about to start making some recipes with it. I, <laughs> well, I know. Gather it I up. Might Storm it, weather I salt. I might use go. it on the driveway during the icy season this there year. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Free salt to put yeah. on the driveway. Okay. I think you just figured My driveway's it out. a hill, by the way. Kind of like yours, but in reverse. Oh, really? I yeah. haven't been to your house yet. I need, no. I need to go to your house at some point. Well, or Stormdor Headquarters, too. My driveway won't flood, it'll run to the street. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's a much larger hill than yours. <laughs> wow. I yeah. park on an incline. Yeah, I, 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 need, I, I need to go see your place. Yeah. Okay, we're talking about salt and hills, so I think it's time for the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week is... Sun shower. Yeah. A sun shower. And that's pretty self-explanatory to me. Yeah. It's a meteorological phenomenon. It is. In which rain falls while the sun is shining. I think it actually happened this past week a little bit. Oh, I, oh, I, yeah. It's happened. I've got video at my house. Oh, yeah. I remember that. It's, it, I, I posted it. It's like, this is weird. And depending, <laughs> and depending on where the sun is and what time of day it is, you're more likely to see a rainbow. Exactly. You know, later in the day, usually, in that rainbow. Yeah, it's usually as, later in the afternoon. As the sun's going down to the west, you're going to see a rainbow to the east. But yeah, yeah, that's the pretty stuff. Wow, a sun. But see, I didn't know that was an actual name. Sun well, shower. It makes sense. Why not? There's a name for everything. You know, there really is. And when I choose these weather words of the week. We could keep this podcast going for like 20 oh, years. And yeah, I, could have, sure. I could have weather words all over the place. <laughs> wow. Hey, I have something. Okay. What you got? This past week, there was a tornado spotted uh, in nor- the northern part of Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Phoenix, Arizona. Gotcha. And let me bring this up real fast. This is the first tornado warning issued from the Phoenix National Weather Service and. I forget how many years, but I'm looking that up. Really? In okay. like 30 years or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Here it is. Okay. Yeah, they haven't issued a tornado warning out there for a very, very long time. 
but they don't get tornadoes out there. In I was Fe- going to say, I don't think you, there's in Phoenix very often. Kind of like California, they don't get a whole lot of tornado warnings out there. Right. You know, right. I don't know that they've ever had a tornado fatality out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they just, you know, they get their earthquakes and Phoenix gets their heat, I guess, or their monsoons every now and then. Oh, then. gosh, yes. From Narda. Narda. Yeah. So, so their first tornado warning. Now, when was this again? This was I mean, recently, a, about a week ago. A week ago, actually, they they do issue tornado warnings, but this is the first one in five years. But this is they've actually got video of the tornado on the ground. So, oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, because when you normally you when you think of tornadoes, you think of anywhere in Nebraska to Texas, you know, Arizona, in oh, yeah. Tornado Alley, which that's the frequency of you know that's where they go. So I'm just curious about uh, all this uh, La Nada. Uh, like I said, I haven't looked at the El Nino thing, and, it, and they update every second Thursday. So I'm probably not even going to. Well, there's about nothing it out there. There's oh, no. what, what's the drought update? We didn't talk about. Well, that. let's let's check that drought update at StormDarWeather.com. Oh, you can, you can go to the StormDar Weather website. That's which our is, website. We have a website. We do. Oh my goodness, StormDarWeather.com. And have you been tweaking it quite a bit? Uh, I tweak it. All the time. Yeah. Well, some a new something new that you told me the other day that I thought was really cool on the travel forecast. It's an actual. What is it now? It's an actual. Well, it's a little form you're going to fill out. It's a tells, form now. Tells us and it sends it right to our phones or computers, and it tells us exactly where you're going and what you're going to do. And you can fill it out, and that way we can get better information to you regarding your travel forecast. Yeah, and we love it and and people have been using it and we yeah. love doing that. I love just researching uh and you know making your your travel safe. Now, it will pick up more in winter time because the the snowy roads and the the slicky roads are much more treacherous uh than just, you know, uh thunderstormy roads right. or wet roads. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the entire state of Missouri, I'm looking at the drought monitor on stormdrawweather.com. Okay. Got a little picture to click right on the homepage for drought. Uh, unfortunately, we're seeing some abnormally dry areas in Missouri. Uh-oh. Uh, most, uh, namely the Boot Hill oh, okay. of Missouri. And unfortunately, the eastern half of Taney County. Oh, eastern half of Taney Starting is right abnormally. Four sides of Taneyville. Onto the east. Onto the east, okay. Then over into Ozark, a portion of Ozark and Douglas counties, and the eastern, northeastern uh, quarter or so of Christian County. Abnormally dry. Yeah. Now that's wider. I mean, a few weeks ago, we saw a little bit in eastern Taney, but then that went away. That we went had away. Some rain. It went away for a couple of weeks. We but, had nowhere in the state of Missouri. Yeah, but now we're starting to get This is the most I've again. seen in the state of Missouri since we've had it on our website. Mm-hmm. So it's not considered a drought or one step under yeah, a moderate drought. Just abnormally dry. And you know what? What worries me? Is I don't see any real organized rain in the seven days. Right. So I I now tomorrow is Tuesday. The drought reports they're generated on Tuesday, and the graphics come of out course. on Thursday. Oh, that's right, they do. That yeah, that that's just so weird. So well, I mean, and, and our <laughs> and it goes straight to our website automatically. Uh huh. So every Thursday, check it out. The drought report. 
I think some of our trees are drier than they should be right now. Okay. Now, how is that going to affect all of this foliage? That's stuff where I'm going. going Good. It. Yeah. What's going I, on? I, right now, I'm not having that great of a feeling about the fall colors. Oh, really? I'm not. Uh, I looked at my backyard today. I mowed my lawn last Sunday, and I have a mulcher on my mower that clears out all the leaves and whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I look back there today, and it's just covered in dead leaves. Oh. Yeah. So it's not probably just dead, not colored, just dead leaves. Exactly. That's well, not that's encouraging. Not because I love the fall colors and I love taking pictures of fall colors. Yeah. So now Missouri has had rain and, and maybe you could take a drive to places that may have some fall color because there are areas that received a lot more rain than we did. Yeah, and especially Mainly southwest Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Springfield got more rain than Springfield, we did. McDonald, yeah. uh, Newton, not yeah, McDonald, Newton, well, and Barry have got all a those lot. areas. Yeah. So over there in the Cassville area, the Roaring River area, they may be into some more fall color than we are here. I hmm. I do expect a little bit because we're not in a drought yet. Right. Yeah. We're just a little abnormally dry. I mean, it, you know, like like I said, that cold front coming through, they just reintroduced like thirty percent chance of maybe something. But that's not much. Well, they had it up. They had a chance of rain, then they, t- they completely took it, took yeah, it away, gone. and they brought it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they want to do with it tomorrow. Yeah, and that thing next Sunday and Monday, they ha- or Sunday actually, they introduced something. But see, that's a week away, so I don't really. But there's nothing out there that says yes, it's going to rain. And I'm looking at the WPC seven day, and it's yeah. just. A it's bunch of rain to our north and west, and, and that's how it's been for, for the past couple of months. It seems like yeah, uh, Kansas up towards Kansas City up in there, they, they've gotten mm-hmm. a lot of rain. and, and Oh, can, yeah, Kansas City It just doesn't make it have, down here. Yeah, and the aquifers. You know, I, I keep forgetting. I don't, I don't remember until we talk about this, but i got to get Megan Terry down here. Yeah, uh, on the podcast. Yeah, for, she could. For she could take us to school. I'm sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, I don't and know I, a lot. I'm about fascinated it. with all that hydrology. Hydrology. So yes, I, I would love it. I yeah. would learn so much, and you know I would what? really enjoy that. I'm going to put it right here on my note sheet. There, Megan, Megan Terry. Terry. She's with the Springfield National Weather Service. Yes, and she's a hydrology. They're hydrology. Expert, expert, and I think what what Mike said, she comes down to Branson sometimes. So if we can, I can imagine we can, you know, even if it's not normal podcast time, we could probably do a segment with her, sure, and do that. And you know what else I'm looking at on my uh, computer, which you don't know because you're on the other side of my computer. I see an apple, <laughs> yeah, you see an apple on there. <laughs> um, what uh, what I'm looking at uh, October is tomorrow, so we need to start talking about first frost. And uh, the average, this is just average now. I'm not saying, we're not saying it's going to. It's just an average. First frost for Branson is around the 15th of October. My birthday. Yay. Oh, we're going to have to have a special episode for your birthday. Yeah. We can pretty much probably celebrate together because we're only like a week apart. No, that's true. I'm at the end of uh, end of October, mm-hmm. yeah. So so basically McDonald and Barry County, I don't know why they say o- October 10th. It's before. Uh, then October 15th. It's an elevation thing probably. Uh, probably. Uh, is all the way from, you know, Green County, Webster County, Douglas, Joplin area, and even up to Kansas City, I say o- October 15th. I'm not buying it this year. 
No, I no. This is just average. I know, but a lot of things. Yeah, I don't have think the frost to, is going to come to November. A lot of things <laughs> would have to change between now and two weeks from now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we are going to get the cold fronts, but they're not that cold. They're not that Wind's cold. Master blasters for a frost. I'm ready for a master blaster because I want I want to start hyping them, not hyping, we start promoting them. Well, what blaster. could happen is we could. We could get a frost. We could. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen, and but it's it could not come likely. out of nowhere and hit us hard. Who knows? I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I know it the GFS, ha- and I've always said the GFS does pretty good with temperature on longer range. And actually, that's what it has done. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying, you know, something's coming around the second, um, but precipitation not that much. So we're just gonna we're just gonna watch. I'm just gonna be thrilled to be able to take my disc golf bag and go out to a disc golf course in at one two o'clock in the afternoon and not sweat and swelter well I, i'll tell you something I, I i was i did a little search walmart and amazon and all that for for some disc golf gear and i was i might join you one of these days oh yeah well you need to go you out and to need, teach do, do you me know some stuff real? You know what's no. Right? Oh, dude. I don't know anything. You need to I need to show you how to throw. How hard can it be? Uh, Amazon. If you want just disc start if anybody wants to well, like I want learn, the bag and the different discs. Well, that's what I mean. No, they have the same discs you have cuz they have weird things on them. Well, okay, I'll have to explain <laughs> all that to you. But yeah, if, if anybody's interested in disc golf, you know, message us. I'll g- give you some information on what I have. Uh, but what I'm finding out, it is a, a a thriving community around here. Yes. So when the weather cools off, you and me, disc golf course. Sounds good. But don't lose any of my discs. Huh. Well, I can't. Well, we will, we'll go to a place now, that you're I, not going to lose any. <laughs> I drove by the disc golf course in Forsyth the other day, <laughs> oh, and it's massive. right on Taney Como. I was it's, like, you're going. I'm. I wouldn't want to throw that. Because, I, I've, I've played it. It's not. If you know how to throw, it's not bad. Well, there was a few close to the water. Well, yeah, and and that and, water's cold, and I'm not going swimming for him. No, but my buddy Ray and my buddy Marty have both been out there, and they've had their socks and shoes off into really well into the edge, not in the middle. Pretty close to the dam, right there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One of the holes, I, I forget which one of the holes you go and stand up next to the dam. Yeah, I played that course. It it's really it's massive. You yeah, know, I like the huge. smaller courses, like I said, Iserman or 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 Hollister the people I saw the other day were they were in a golf cart going. From hole to hole. Yeah, well, you know. See, I, that's kind of I my need speed. to lose weight, so I need <laughs> to be out. I need to get up and okay. actually okay. Be, do you get some physical exercise and walk. I ordered new discs. I've got new discs coming in probably Wednesday wow. or Thursday. So you're, you're into this, aren't you? I am so into this. I haven't lost any weight, but I'm still well, you don't, I'm into you, you don't need to. <laughs> I'm still into it. Okay, so that's the storm. The, the, the what we're gonna do, and we will take video and stuff for storm. Sure. Dark. All right, that's good. So that's what's gonna happen later this week when the cooler air gets here. So I think we covered about everything. Do you got anything else you want to oh, add? I talked about everything we have. Yeah, <laughs> everything that's on this list plus some mm-hmm. more. So, and M and M's and disc golf. <laughs> Okay, I think, Lee, why don't we just wrap this thing up then? So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. 
Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com, and our merch store is right up there in the top menu. So click on that. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.